0: in the kingdom <clears throat> he takes of the old and he takes of the new Paul in his mission work when he arrived in certain cities would would go down to the synagogue on a Saturday and there he would bring the word of God something old something new And he would show them through the Old Testament that Jesus was alive in the New Testament. And so that's what we try to do continually. Um, I don't want to hang out. A lot of preachers stay in the Old Testament. And, you know, there's great things that happen here, great things happen in the Old Testament, but we are not living under the law in the Old Testament. We are living in the law of liberty in Jesus Christ. And so we always have to come over it in the New Testament but we're not going to stay there this morning but we're going to start in second Kings if you would open your Bibles there Second Kings 11th chapter in the first verse through the third. when Athaliah the mother of Ahaziah saw that her son saw her son was dead she arose, and destroyed all the seed royal. But Sheba, the daughter of King Joram, sister of Azahiah, Az- Ahaziah, these are tough, took Joash the son of Ahaziah and stole him from among the king's sons, which were slain. And they hid him, even him and his nurse, in the bedchamber from Athaliah so that he was not slain. And he was with her, hid in the house of the Lord six years. And Athaliah did reign over the land. Verse 12. And he brought forth the king's son, little Joash, "...and put the crown upon him, and gave him the testimony, and they made him king, and appointed him, and they clapped their hands, and said, God save the king. And when Athaliah heard the noise of the guard and the people, she came to the people into the temple of the Lord, and when she looked, behold, the king stood by a pillar as the manner was and the princes and the trumpeters by the king and all the people of the land rejoiced and blew the trumpets and Athaliah rent her clothes and cried treason, treason. Hmm. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, God, for the enlightening of our hearts as the scripture word of God, the logos of God gets down in us. And, Lord, we pray that penetration, of the Word of God, is quick and powerful, live and powerful, sharper than two-edged sword. It divides asunder, nume, Numa, and suke. Lord, and it, and it separates from us the flesh and the spirit. And so we pray that the spirit, Lord, will work in us this morning. The flesh will set aside. We'll pick him up later. Lord, but right now the spirit minister to us. I pray that your presence, your spirit will come, Lord, and touch your word. Reveal your goodness in your word, we pray. In your name, Jesus, amen. It's been years and years since I've worked in this context of Scripture and and had some time ago preached some messages out of this, this area. And uh, I was minding my own business and I turned on Tommy Bates and he went to these Scriptures. And so... After he did, and he preached a stirring message, he went a little bit different direction than the way I'm going to go this morning. But after he did, I began to burn in my heart again. And I felt like that it's important for us to just look at this word this morning. See, God has got something, a provision, a help. He's got a plan. Can everybody say Amen. The devil has a plan. Do you know the devil has a plan? The devil has a plan. He plans to kill the seed royal. That's, that's his plan. It's not a secret. Um, it's very obvious what he's up to. And uh, so when we talk about this section of Scripture, it implies way more than just kings and queens. Um, it brings into it brings us into a realm of God's logos, His plan, His purpose. And so, Athaliah, let's look at her for a minute and just see what she's about. I don't know if you've uh, probably read her, studied about this a little bit, maybe. But Athaliah is the seed royal killer. She has an opportunity, and she's going to make good on killing the seed royal. First of all, Athaliah is not working on her own. It's not that she just wants to become the ruler, the queen, the queen mother. She is inspired by the plan of Satan. It looks like just an opportunity for her to advance herself. But she has bought into the plan of Satan. She comes from Omri, and this uh, scripture is also recorded in Chronicles, and you can read their parallel. One of them says that she was the daughter of Omri. One of them says she was the daughter of Ahab. Omri was the father of Ahab. Um, she, it could have been that she was in the line of Omri, but yet came through Ahab. And then there are those that believe that she was the daughter of Ahab and Jezebel. But there's no reference in Scripture to her being connected to Jezebel in that way, except by spirit. So whether she's the daughter of Abra- or. or Ahab, or the sister of Ahab, it's debatable. You can take it either way, but they're in the same line. There's a king line going there. It starts out with Omri. Omri is a wicked man. Omri is a Baal worshiper. Omri is the king of the division of Israel and Judah. Um, Israel breaks off ten tribes, and they get themselves a king. Omri later on becomes the king not so long after David, but but he begins to rule and his line has begun to rule now. They also have a seed royal. Athaliah comes out of this mix. And the interesting thing is, is that the king of Judah at this time The son of Jehoshaphat. Does everybody remember Jehoshaphat? Jehoshaphat was a man that served God. He followed after the ways of his father, David. and Jehoshaphat was a blessing to the country of Judah. But his son, his son Jehoram, he he doesn't follow in the ways of his father, Jehoshaphat, and in the ways of David. No. Jehoram marries Athaliah, the daughter of the other kingdom, the Baal worshipers, the devil worshipers. If you want to study about Baal, he's just about as gross as what's going on in the nation today. Baal is filthy. Everything he does is just God resents it. God hates it. God hates Baal. God hates Baal worship. God hates the people who worship Baal. And so now Judah has prized, yet the ten tribes have left, and they've gone and put their own kingdom, their own king, and their Baal worshipers. But yet Judah has the temple of God. Yet Judah has the priesthood of God. And Judah is still standing for something, even though there are some bad apples in the bunch. Yet God still... Is taking Judah to his heart. and But Jehoram, Jehoram, he marries into a mess. He marries this Athaliah. And I want to tell you, young men, be careful how you marry. I mean, this is for real. So many men in the Bible, Solomon, the great man, because of his marriages, because of the people that... That he got involved with the influence of a wife. I don't know if you understand how much a wife can influence a man. Oh, I'll just be strong. i just know you need to get that right when you start. Because the influence of Athaliah brings down this man who is the descendant of Jehoshaphat, a very good man before God, who raised up Judah, who blessed Judah, who kept the temple going and the priesthood and as long as Jehoshaphat was alive. The blessing of God was on Judah. But now, Jehoram, he goes and marries Athaliah. And God's not happy about it. And God's going to let some events happen. In Jehoram, he walks after the king's Omre's line. He doesn't walk after Jehoshaphat and David's line. No, he gets in line with Omri. And wickedness begins to come into Judah. And Baal worship begins to come into Judah. And so God killed him. And when he died, his 22-year-old son takes the throne. He is... He is going to be worse than his father. Because of the influence of his mother, Athaliah, who is of Amre and Ahab. And she's going to convince him not to walk in the ways of the Lord. And she will convince him to take counsel from her kinfolks. And not from God. And not from his temple. And not from, from his ministry. And not from his high priest. And so, Athaliah really begins to reign even before, you know, Ahaziah dies. But her influence is so strong now in Judah. And this—this this is what God hates. I mean, take the book of Revelation. However we view it, there is this this stanza there in the book of Revelation that says that I have something against you, church, because you have allowed wicked Jezebel to teach and Jezebel certainly was wicked her doctrine is wicked but Athaliah is way more wicked than Jezebel and her influence against Judah is now beginning to show the son the 22 year old boy who is reigning in Judah now is in league with the kinfolks of Athaliah. And of course, Baal comes in. Of course, every ungodly thing is coming into Judah. And God's not happy with it. Let me tell you one thing is that God will always stay with His plan. It doesn't matter where the devil's at. It doesn't matter how much power it seems like he's got. Let me say that about the church right now. Somebody said the other day, and I believe it, they said it's going to come to a point, probably starting in California, where they're just going to begin to arrest preachers and put them in prison. Because we can't teach anything and we can't say anything that doesn't offend somebody. Because the Word of God will offend. And so that wicked Athaliah gets in the pulpit and. And she's going to spread her doctrine and men line up with that so that we don't offend everybody. Let's all just worship whatever we want to worship. If you want to worship Baal, worship him. If you want to burn your children for sacrifice, just go ahead and do that. That's fine. You want to worship Moloch? It doesn't matter. And so what a mess comes in when men of God line up with Athaliah. Can you say amen? But God raises up Jehu. Everybody know about Jehu? Jehu had descended; another descendant of Jehoshaphat. He's not the king, but he's a descendant of Jehoshaphat. He's got a heart towards God. You see, the prophet had long ago told of the demise of Ahab and Jezebel. It was just a long time in coming to pass. And it seemed like the word of God from uh, Elijah wouldn't even happen. But God never forgets His Word. He never forgets His plan. He never forgets what He's spoken. It's still in place no matter what the world does. So no matter how wicked the world gets, God's plan, which I've been preaching to you, is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. God's plan will always succeed, supersede all the plan of the wicked. There will not come a time let me rest assured in this. The devil cannot wipe out the church. There come a time when it looks like that all things are going bad. All things, I don't know, another four years of this current administration. It just seemed like there's only one group of people who we don't care to offend, who we don't care to blast, who we don't care to confine and that's the christian believers everyone else were worried about how they feel and their opinions every other religion but but christianity is that one. i want to tell you what christianity is the only one that's going to stand it's the only one that will take the test and will live on and on and on because jesus said i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against her can you say amen and there comes a time when God says that's enough. And so Jehu, raised up by God, Jehu is going to carry out the commission of the prophecy. He's going to carry out what God wanted to do, but yet it seems like this time span has gone by, and, and listen, Jezebel's getting away with it. At this point, Ahab has died, but he was shot in battle. So, hey, that could happen to anybody. And so, maybe it isn't the, the Lord at all. Maybe it just just got perchance he got shot during battle. But Jezebel has gone on in her wickedness, and it seems like that she's okay. She's ready to go. And Athaliah, wicked Athaliah, is ruling over Judah and 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 over with her son. And they're they're bringing rottenness into the. The things of God in the house of God. And and God said, it's time. Now I want you to know something about Jehu. I like this man. This Jehu man, he says, I'm going to do what God sent me to do and I'm going to do it well. I'm not leaving one stone unturned. I love it. He goes right directly down to the country of Israel. And the first thing he does is execute their king. The next thing he does is execute his buddy, which is Ahaziah, the son of Athaliah, and kills him too. He goes to Jezebel's house, rolls up in the yard and says to those eunuchs that are up there taking care of her, throw her down. And they threw her down, and she splattered her blood splattered and and the dogs ate her body all but her hands and the palms of her hands and palms just like the prophecy of god said and when god takes a hand and when god's ready to move it and god's ready to stop it and god's ready to judge it believe me there is no one that can prevent it because god is all-powerful can you say amen he doesn't stop there. And I, I love this because he is so, such an anointed man. He said, he said to all the people of Israel now, not to Judah but to Israel, he says to them, you think that Ahab was a Baal worshiper. You just haven't seen me. We're going to throw a celebration for Baal. And I want you to get all the priests. And I want you to get all the people, all the Baal worshipers, the high priest of Baal, and bring them into the house of Baal. And we are going to have a sacrifice time, and it's going to be a glorious time for Baal. And they got him in. He said, I want you, though. Don't bring any of those that believe in Yahweh. Don't put them in the house. Make sure they're not in there. I just want the Baal worshippers in there. And they got the Baal worshippers there. And they put them in the house. And Jehu was there. And he was outside. And he said, now let it begin. And they began a sacrifice. And, and they had, a, they had a, just this beautiful, wonderful service of Baal. And Jehu said, now soldiers, go in and kill every one of them. I love this man of God. He's he's going to offend some people that day. But he's going to bring Baal down. God says to Jehu, because you have done what I told you to do, you are now going to be the king line in Israel. And so the next thing we know, this story is in place. Both thrones are empty. There is no king in Israel. There is no king in Judah. Both thrones are empty. This is the moment that Athaliah says, the throne is mine. I will take complete dominion and control. And her family being in Israel, complete control of Judah and Israel. But God says no. See, His plan is always perfect. His plan will always work. The powers of hell cannot dissolve the plan of God. It may look like it. It may seem like it. And for six years, it looks like that she's the head of state. It looks like that she's going to run things and make things go. But, but God has a little boy hidden in the house. When she went to kill all of the seed royal, thank God the sister of Ahaziah, the sister said, "I'm not going to let her kill all of the seed royal." And she took that one one-year-old little one-year-old boy, and she put him in the chamber with her and kept her. See, she was the wife. Of the high priest and so it was easy enough for her to put him in the house of God and they wouldn't go in the house of God looking for him they kept him there in the house of God and by the 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 plan and the purpose of God this this little boy grew up there in the house of God to the age of seven years old six years he's in the house of God six years Athaliah is having her way. She thought she killed the seed royal. But the problem is, if she had been successful, then the plan of God would have been thwarted because God had already proclaimed that the one coming would be through the line of David. She almost killed all the line of David. But God, he, He prepared a place and He caused there to be an exception. She couldn't kill them all, little Joash is hidden in the house of God. Beautiful. Because, see, there's one coming through the seed of David. Can you say amen? She can't kill them all. If she kills them all, we don't have the one who is coming through the seed of David. This murderous spirit to kill God's seed has always been in effect. She was just acting out her part by the inspiration of Satan in her life. I believe this woman was demon-possessed. I believe she was full of the plan of the devil. But greater is he, come on, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. There's no way that she can stop, completely stop the plan. It looks like it for six years, but it's not going to happen. And on the seventh year, they bring the boy out of hiding. this is beautiful. They call the people in. They crown him king. And they begin to celebrate. Now Athaliah hears it. And Athaliah comes down to the temple. Well, I'm going to tell you something. She has no power in the temple. She has no place in the temple. She's an outsider of the temple. And God has seen to it that this boy was secure in the temple, and when he comes out, he's going to be the king. He's just seven years old. He's just a little guy, but he's going to learn the ways of the Lord from his uncle, who is the high priest, and it will teach him from all the time he was in there. They were teaching him about the Lord, and so Athaliah, the thing that caught my attention is Athaliah gets there, and Athaliah begins to yell treason. Treason. Everybody know what treason is? That's defiance against the sitting king. That's trying to bring another king when you already have a king. It's called treason against the king. She yells, Treason! This is treasonous! This is treason! And they take her out. The high priestess, get her out of here and go slay her. What a beautiful day for the Lord when Athaliah went down. There's a, a, a little sentence here. God save the king. Little guy seven years old. God save the king. See, if he's not saved, he doesn't have any seed. He's the only one. The only one of David's line is little Joash. God has to spare him and save him until he also raises up seed. See, David, who the promise went to, this murderous spirit tried to kill him often. We can find him all the way back in the sheep, and a lion came down to take one of his sheep. And I don't know if I'd want to wrestle with a lion. But the lion doesn't have a chance because God has already said, David, through David, is going to be the eternal line of kingship. And so the lion comes down, and and no, he can't overpower David. And a bear comes down against him. I don't know if I've I've seen some bears. I've never looked at one in the face. And I certainly haven't gone up to wrestle a lamb out of its arms. But God gave him the power because that bear cannot take him down and an uncircumcised, oversized giant doesn't have a chance. He doesn't have a chance to bring David down because through David is going to come the seed royal. And Saul, Saul hunts him for 15 years. But Saul can't kill him and at one point threw a javelin at him and at close range and Saul was, he was a soldier, he was a warrior and he was good with a javelin. Tried to pin David to the wall but you can't pin the seed of God to the wall. What God has established is going to happen and you can hunt him for 15 years but you'll never lay your hand on him because God has determined that the seed is going to come through him. So you can trace the Scripture. And through the wars, and through the captivities, through the times that Judah and Israel were taken captive, and the many times they killed the seed, they never killed all the seed. Because it only takes one. Can you say amen? For the seed to survive, it just... Takes one. The Joash started out, he started out right. He listened to his uncle, high priest. and, And he started out good, but the scripture said he got older then and began to take counsel from the wrong people. May I advise you, don't take counsel from the wrong people. I've had people at time that took counsel from the wrong places. God has ministry in His church. If you want good counsel, look to them. Got a couple of that's rights. But I have seen people that look to others. Well, I take counsel from such... Well, God has raised up certain men. He raised up high priests in, in Joash's life. Take His counsel and then finally He doesn't... And He doesn't tear the high places down. When you don't tear the high places down, they're going to come back up. The people are going to begin again. And, and so Joash fell out. And now Joash gets to the place in his life where God is, you know, expendable to him. Haziel from Syria comes down attacking. And, and Joash, listen to, listen to Joash, how far he is from God now. He goes to the house of God where he was raised, where he knew what was right and takes all the gold and the silver and the implements out of the house of God and gives them to Hazael so that he will not attack Judah. He's really trusting in God, isn't he? Takes all of God's things, all of God's implements. All. Now the temple is plundered. and Some of his people conspire against him and murder him. And his son reigns in his stead. Amaziah. And Amaziah did wickedly before the Lord. Ahaziah, Joash, and Amaziah. I found something out this week I didn't know all my life. I found out more things since we've moved here that's just amazing. A lot of them about the holiness movement, but anyway. Um, Ahaziah, Joash, Amaziah, kings of Judah. I want you to look in the first chapter of Matthew. Matthew you will not find them there. I went looking for them in the king's line. The generation of Jesus Christ, son of David, son of Abraham, you will not find Ahaziah, Joash, or Amaziah in that line. God inspired Matthew to leave them out. And he calls it 14 generations. Well, how can he do that? That's that's you know he's 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 contradicting himself. No, in God's eyes he said I am done with that mess. I'm done with those guys. Even though the seed came through them, I will not recognize them as being kings of Judah. So God left them out. He destroyed them. Then he left them out. And he certainly doesn't mention Athaliah. You can look in your New Testament and there's a lot of ladies mentioned in there, other queens and other people mention that, but you won't find Athaliah because of her wickedness. She had one intent and that was to kill all of the seed royal. This is not her plan. This is the enemy. Of humanity's plan. Because God has spoke to Abraham. Come on, amen. And God said in your seed... In your seed all the nations of the world be blessed. And then it came down to David and he said, there's going to come one from the loins of David. There's one king that is yet in David's loins. And, and David talks about him and David prophesies about him. David writes psalms about him and yet he is to come. And now for a thousand years Satan has failed to kill the seed royal. He didn't want this day to happen. He didn't want the time when the, when the, the one was born that he was anticipating could not get there because he was going to kill the seed and that one couldn't come. But God preserves the seed. God preserved his people. God preserved the life of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who comes down through the line of Judah, he comes down. He is the real king, somebody say, man. He is the one that David's all about. He's the one this story is all about because in him, in him, Shiloh has come. The lion of the tribe of Judah has shown up. And even though he had his Athaliahs, and he had his princes and kings of other countries that came down and tried to stamp out the seed royal, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Is everybody okay? Say amen. I don't want anybody to go to sleep now. And so I don't want to hit this either, so I'm going to put it back here. And so Satan did fail, but he is not going to quit. I'll tell you one thing. We have a worthy opponent. I hate him. I can't wait for the day he's cast in the lake of fire. Amen. But he is a worthy opponent. He's not going to quit. He's going to continue to try to kill the seed royal. I'm sure he mused within himself. Who can I find now to help me carry out my plan? Because I believe that demon spirits, they, there are no demon spirits. They, they cannot reproduce. But it's the same old demon spirits that were of old are still pestering the people right now. If you look very closely at what's happening in society, you will find it that that's just the same old devil. Like I said, the, the, the worship of Baal is much like what's going on right now in our country. Just the same devil. You might see him in a little different light. He might be just In disguise, but it's the same devil. Athaliah's spirit is still alive. It didn't die. When Athaliah died, that spirit didn't die. That spirit went on somewhere else. That same spirit got in Herod. Herod the Great. See, Herod wasn't afraid to kill his own royal seed. He killed his own children. He killed his own wives. Why would he be afraid to stretch his hand out and try and kill God's seed. But when he finds out. And that spirit in him says. Where is this king going to be born? And they say Bethlehem of Judea. Instantly that spirit rises up in him. And says kill the seed royal. But it's not going to happen. Because God is going to give Joseph a dream. See, it, you, you can't kill God's seed royal. He could try, and he wiped out babies. He killed them. People say, well, that really didn't happen. That's just one of those things in the Bible that, that sort of, you know, um, was a myth, kind of a story. And so they included it in the Bible. And what I say to them, you're a bunch of unbelievers anyway. I believe the Word of God. I believe Herod did stretch his hand out, just went down and slaughtered the babies. Any threat to his kingdom, but, but he had that spirit, that killing, murderous spirit of Athaliah. What about when Jesus gets to his home folks, David's kin, and he gets back home in Nazareth and he he exposes to them that this day, this day is the scripture, uh, Isaiah 61, is it demonstrated and seen in your eyes? I'm the one, in other words, I am that seed. And what happens? The Spirit of Athaliah rises up in that crowd. They take him to the brow of a hill in that city to throw him over. Just the same spirit. They thought they were doing God a favor. They think they're doing God a favor. The spirit of Athaliah. Can you say amen? And the Jews picked up stones. Jesus said before Abraham was, I am. And the Jews picked up stones to kill him. The spirit of Athaliah was on them. And they didn't even know it, thinking that they're serving Yahweh. They are really serving Baal. They're not serving Yahweh. And and so they pick up stones to kill him. And oft times, again, they pick up stones. Herod, Antipas. Herod the great son, they came to Jesus and said, you need to leave because Herod is going to take your life. Well, I got news for Herod. I'm here today and I'm here tomorrow. And it doesn't matter where I'm at. Herod cannot do anything to my life because he is the seed that was promised. He is that royal seed and Herod cannot destroy him. Can you say amen? And so oft times they tried to kill him and take him out. Until finally, Satan thought that he had it done. Jesus at one point, and I, th- I thought this was kind of strong. and Jesus looked at the Jews and their system, their people, their priests, and said this. Your father is the devil. Do you think he was playing a game? Or do you think their father really was the devil? He said, because you intend to murder me. See, the spirit of Athaliah was on those people, and they don't even know it. He's the seed royal and they don't know. They think he's an imposter. They think that he's doing something wrong towards the Jewish system and God. And so they're going to eliminate him. The high priest gets together with the Sanhedrin and says, it is expedient that one man must die because if he doesn't die the whole nation's coming down. They understand this much is that the power in the royal seed of God is going to take them out of position and they can't afford that to happen. But that murderous spirit comes on the high priest so we need to find availability to murder him oh for the nation he's ruling under the same power that Athaliah was ruling under he's going into the temple and there he is performing the the duties of the temple and the work of God but he's anointed of the devil to kill The seed royal. So they do. They get him. They capture him. They try him falsely. They accuse him before Pilate. They they band together to murder Jesus. Pilate says, "Why, why do you want him dead? What is it that you want him dead for? They don't have a reason because the spirit of Athaliah is working in them. Does everybody understand what I'm saying this morning? You see, the Scriptures aren't a joke. And, and we've so poo-pooed demon spirits and, in this culture. It is demon spirits that are causing kids to change their gender That's a demon spirit. Ah, we just pooped it. You know, we need to be inclusive. No, I'm not going to be inclusive. The gospel is not inclusive. The gospel is what it is. It doesn't include anybody that doesn't line up into the gospel. And if you don't receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you're headed to hell. And and that's just as plain and pure and simple as it can be. Oh, we just need to include people. No, I'm not including the devil's bunch. I'm not including Athaliah in this church. Somebody say amen. We're not killing the royal seed here. We're promoting the royal seed. And so, finally, they get him. They've got him before Pilate. Pilate says, what should I do with him? Pilate, surprisingly enough, does not have the spirit of Athaliah. He is trying to release Jesus. What do you want me to do with this one called Jesus of Nazareth? And they begin to yell, Treason! We have no king but Caesar. He is treasonous. See, it's the same spirit. Crucify him. Crucify him. It's the same thing that Athaliah wanted done. Kill the seed royal. We have no other king but Caesar. This is nothing but treason to Caesar. Crucify him. Kill him. Get rid of him. Destroy the seed royal. And through process of, of crucifixion, they eliminate the problem. This Jesus is a problem. We've we, we got to get rid of him for the nation. But three days later, see, Satan's worst nightmare comes to pass. Because Jesus is going to rise from the grave. And when He does, all the plans of the devil are done though he thinks he has killed the seed royal, he's done nothing but fall in line of what God intended to do in the first place. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Satan wasn't hearing it right. He wasn't reading the inscription over Jesus' head, right? Maybe he can't read Hebrew. Maybe he can't read Greek. Maybe he can't read Latin. But three days later, when Jesus came out of the tomb, he understood the end of is is there he cannot in any way kill the royal seed all the way from david to christ and christ the last king he shall reign forever and ever and i think that that the 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 apostle paul put it this way now unto the king immortal invisible to the only wise god be honor and glory forever and ever amen satan amen satan you tried to kill the royal seed satan but to him be glory and honor and power forever to the king immortal you can't even touch him anymore he is immortal invisible glory and power belongs to him can you say amen so now we come to the church and I am going to end with the church so what we've been preaching about for a couple the the, the time we've been here we've been preaching about how God set the church and reset the church the function of the church what the church does What the church is about, the mission of the church. We talked about those things because that really is what we're doing in this building. If you don't believe that, you're wasting your time here. I believe God appoints churches to a certain function in the kingdom, and we are appointed to a function. We're not exactly sure everything that's going to happen, but God has positioned us here. If you think, oh, this is all by chance. Somebody asked me, several people have asked me, why Claremore? So you came back here and you looked all over the place and and we went through all the towns around Tulsa and, and we went south. And why Claremore? Let me see. The trains? I don't know. How many of you live on the other side of the tracks? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Thank the Lord they didn't stop the train. They stopped it down on the other one. They didn't stop it on, on uh, Lowry this time. Thank you, Lord. So I got here on time. Why Claremore? Because God appoints, and God directs, and God positions And if the people are willing to hear the voice of God, He is going to position them for the kingdom. And He's going to position them for a reason. And I'm not sure of everything. I don't know all the mind of God, but I do know that we have been positioned. And I want to stay that way. to the church, let me tell you, Satan's attack is not over. He didn't lay down his weapons and say, okay, I quit. He's not laying that down until he's casting the lake of fire. So what can he do now? He can't attack the Lord. Immortal, invisible, all power and glory in heaven and earth. He can't attack him. So how can he level his attack? He levels his attack against the children. Of God now mm-hmm. mm-hmm now we are the sons of God and so he's still in a, in a sense he is attacking the seed royal to try and destroy him and bring him down eliminate him do you know it's been tried many times to stamp the church out And I hate to say this, but there was a time in the Inquisition, and I'll let you figure out who was running the Inquisition, but it was not godly people. They sat out to destroy the church. I talked to a guy who was in Germany, went to the bottom of of some of the cathedrals, and there were the racks, and there were the torture implements. They were real. They put Christians on racks. They sawed them in half. They tried to stamp out the church. But here we are today. Somebody say, amen. You can't stamp out the church. It's not going to happen. You can try it, Athaliah, but it isn't going to happen. God is going to have him a church. But Satan will not quit. Listen, you are the elect of God. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal Priesthood. We are royal seed of God. Can you say Amen? We're not just Christians that turned up on the tur- on the on a on, a, on a, just showed up someday, just turned up there. But we are we are those who have been bought and washed and cleaned and appointed and elected to be royalty in God's house. So this is what Satan's after. But let me tell you this, too. He's not just after one generation. He's after the next generation. And I'm thinking about this. I'm hearing preachers talk about this. Is This, is, this wave of destruction that's coming against this generation is unparalleled. Is unparalleled. It's destroying the youth. Why do you think that the schools... Start with little tiny children and begin to corrupt their minds. Why do you think that's happening? Oh, it just happens that way. No, no, no. It's Athaliah. She's come to take the children. She's come to take the seed. And if she can wipe out a generation, then the generation of us dies off. There is no one left. And so Satan knows that in his power to work against the United States of America is to undermine the generation. It started back in my time and he got a lot of them. I mean the hippie movement and, and the, the sexual revolution and, and all of the things that happened when I was young and it perverted a generation to a point. But this thing that's going on now is massive. And if we as a church, we condemn it in any way or or we don't align with it in any way, then we are full of hate and we we are those that are the trouble in society. And we're just trying to stick with the Word of God. And I hate Athaliah, can you say amen? I hate that devil, he's come to kill the seed royal. But the fix for our children, for this generation, is the same as the fix in Athaliah's day. Get them in the house of God. I'm going to say this to all you parents that are still raising children, those that are expecting children, and the generation to come. I'm going to tell you the world's got something for your kids he wants to entertain them and take them out of church anything to get them out of church whatever it is it doesn't matter what it is it could be those that you know it could be riding horses in a rodeo it could be playing playing little league ball it could be football it could be basketball it could be all kinds of entertainments and things and parties and stuff going on the devil Athaliah wants to get your kids exposed out there so they're not in the house of God when they should be because this is the hiding place for the children. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is not just set up to function and do those six main principles that we've been talking about. It's not just to evangelize. But it is here to protect the seed royal. Get your kids in the house of God and keep them hidden in the house of God. I just don't agree with everything going on down there you don't have time to disagree get your kids in the house of God I know you here have a confidence that we're going to teach your kids right, they're back there right now, we're going to teach them godly things, we're going to teach them good things our men and women that love our children are teaching them and we're going to raise them, Pastor Rodney I pray for an anointing on you The youth of this nation, the youth of this town are going to hell. That The enemy, Athaliah, is taking them. He's killing them. We've got to get them in the house. We've got to get them down in here. We've got to get Jesus in their life. We've got to get them saved. We've got to get them filled with the Spirit of God. If we don't, Athaliah is waiting right outside that gate out there to pick them up when they leave this house. And so get them in the house of God. Can you say amen? The spirit of Athaliah can't do anything in here. Nothing. She's not welcome here. Athaliah's not going to kill our kids. I'm going down first. Rodney's going down next. The men of this church are going down before Athaliah kills the next generation of our kids we are going to protect them we are going to teach them the ways of the Lord we are going to teach them in the house of God we're not ashamed of it I'm not ashamed to say you can't get your kids in church too much I'm not ashamed to tell you this morning that outside things may be good and fun and there's some things for them I'm not against golf I'm not against baseball but I am against Athaliah keeping our kids out of the house of God they need to be here we need to school them and teach them and lead them young people need to know that Jesus Christ is real it's not just a story it's not just something that Christians made up Jesus is real he's alive he's able to change your life he's able to save you he's able to keep you give the ecclesia a chance to nurture your children give the ecclesia a chance the world's out there saying, we'll do it. Come on, bring them on, We'll get We'll do stuff for them. Get that social media junk out of their hand. I am more. And more grieved in my spirit about this whole social media garbage. It's ruining children. It's unbelievable the trash and garbage that comes over that into the life. They're being raised by Facebook. Are you kidding me? God wants to raise children in the house. of Get that out of their hands. Get that garbage away from them. So they can grow up in the house of God and learn the ways of God. Burden in my soul about that so the spirit of Athaliah is not here this morning I don't know where you're at Athaliah but you're not in here we've got godly men and women in this house can you say amen godly men and women are protecting the seed royal in this house she can't come against the holy anointing that's been released by God on his church She has no authority here. No authority here. The only thing she can do is sit out at the gate and yell treason. When another soul comes to the Lord, when we keep another one of our young people from going out in the world, all she can do is sit out there and yell reason. But the church has a right to rejoice because there is a hiding in the house of God the world doesn't know about. There's a safety in God's things. David said, I'm safe in God's pavilion. I am safe here this morning. You are safe here this morning because the Spirit of God is in this place. And Athaliah has no part here. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Thank you, Jesus. Just bow your heads with me real quick. And Lord. What we're preaching this morning. Is not just for a message. Just to get something up to preach to people. God I feel it in my spirit. I feel. It's time. It is time for the ecclesia. To lay hands. Covering children it's time Lord for us to open the door for those that want to come in out of the lost world that that need a place to hide God can we rescue some an old song said "It said, rescue the perishing head for the dying Jesus is merciful Jesus will save God and I pray Lord that we'll look at it this way we're not just out there to, just to sow seed but we're out there Lord, to put people in a frame of mind that there is a safe place to be where children, where young people, young marriage can find support and help and strength in the house of God, in the ecclesia of God. Lord, that Athaliah doesn't take any more of our kids. We pray it in Your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.